a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. The noon hour is here. And you're locked on to Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio station. My station. It's my station. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Welcome on in, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. Hope you're all having a tremendous Sunday, or Monday. Coming off a beautiful Sunday. How was the drive back from uh, down south? It was okay. Yeah? 95% of the roads were okay. Were you driving, or were you uh, riding shotgun? I was riding shotgun. 95% of the roads, just okay. Uh, the pass between Cedar City and... And Beaver, not good. Not oh, yeah? Good. No, not good at all. Uh, they're getting a lot of snow there. But I feel like waving the white flag. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. You and me both. Enough. This winter has bludgeoned us. And I hope everybody's doing okay out there because this is the time of year where you're trapped a little bit and you're feeling cold and... There's slush everywhere, and your car's dirty, and your garage floor sucks, or whatever you're dealing with, yep, your yep. carport, or the side of the street. It just, it's all terrible. It's got that just gunky feel to it. Yeah. Everything's solid. Bleh. Yeah, I'm done. So, whenever we can wrap this up, but we typically don't wrap up the snowfall until, is it middle or end of March? Uh, I mean, I think sometimes, I mean, you always have that weird storm that hits like in the middle of April Yeah, that comes in and drops a couple inches and then first and then, spring. And then it melts really fast. But. First spring, last of winter. So you yeah. get first spring, then you get a little touch of winter, and then you get second spring. Yes. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I really don't. I, uh, I will say, and I feel bad about it, although he was nothing but nice and willing to help. But I was really concerned because I've got a Utah State game at UNLV on Wednesday night. And I looked at the forecast and it said, um, yeah, that area you talked about, Beaver, Cedar City. Yep. Um, they were expecting like five to seven inches of snow. 
and I was going to leave right after the show on on uh, Tuesday tomorrow, and and this little app that I used said, yeah, you're going to get heavy snow. But you know, apps can be all over the place. So I did it. I texted K Bank, and I said, hey, I'm really sorry to be that guy. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. And he didn't text back. He called like immediately. <sighs> Such a good guy. And he goes, what do you need to know? I got you. Let's go. And so I kind of laid out everything for him. And he's like, and I'm like, I'm wondering, should, you know, if I drive um, or should I book a flight? He's like, book the flight. He goes, this is going to be gnarly. You're going to be driving. I'm not saying you're going to wreck, but you're going to be going 30 miles an hour through that whole area because there's going to be a ton of trucks and semis and they're all going to be going super slow. Such a mess. And it's going to take you forever. He goes, if you can have somebody pay for it book the flight yeah it's a mess and then so i go to book the flight and it's everything's pretty much sold out so now i'm like flying early early tomorrow morning to get to vegas and then doing the show from vegas the next couple days you're gonna be glad you did because any more snow and there's supposed to be more snow coming through there any more snow yeah because it was terrible but it wasn't snowing and it, it was light out and the they had at least had a plow come through so you had tracks that were hitting the road so you could keep 50 or 60 over those passes yeah and then it was were you driving the wagoneer no 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 i had uh i actually took mackie's ultima no you didn't drive the ultimate <laughs> yeah. and and my my buddy sean drove it back so i could do a little show prep wow so i sat in the passenger seat while he white knuckled it <laughs> And you're like, don't you dare make me late for the show. <laughs> I'm like, you get me to the ball on time. People rely on me. <laughs> no, Wait, was, so you took well, essentially Mackie's Ultima. You didn't, you didn't drive <laughs> And you truck. didn't drive her vehicle? No, my buddy did. <laughs> I don't like to drive. I, <laughs> and the show's important. Me. And show prep's important. I, but I, you didn't trust take, me, I know. You, you do don't have like a drive. beautiful F-150. I'm just saying. I do. Uh, we're, we're dealing with a couple of technical difficulties. Oh, no. She, she's temporarily off the road. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm we'll sorry. F- we'll figure something out. That sucks. <sighs> Nothing worse than car problems. But the good thing is, is uh, Anel went through the sidewall of my wife's tire. So, you know, it's it's awesome. It's great. No, I Life's you. good. <laughs> Jeez. You dodge and weave. Oh, I told you about it. my tire problems yeah. this morning. Yeah. You've got an issue, too. How are tires bare at like 28,000 miles? That I cannot answer. Because typically they're rated at 30,000 like, and, and guaranteed or warranted like, at 30,000. Like, and, and some like 50,000, 60,000. Yes. Some of your better tires, you can get up to that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm driving my wife's car and, and I'm slipping around a little bit. I'm like, what is going on? Get home, look at the tires, and they're bare. Yeah. Just bare. I'm like, whoa. How did this happen? It's like you're driving on inner tubes. Yeah, it's that. Is it really that bad? It was. It was. It was shockingly bad. Okay, you being Idaho boy, you know you could make it on those bare tires a good year, year and a half. <laughs> so here's the thing: it's not you driving it. Yeah. If it was you driving it, I know Thelma and Louise, man, we'd hold hands and drive right off the edge together. Amen on that. See how yes. far these things go before yeah. the. The tread rips in the half, and we yeah. blow this thing on the on the freeway. But when you got 80. wife and kids, you gotta be like, you yeah, gotta make sure they're taken care. Gotta of. switch them out, man. Uh, I've got a little confession to make to you, and Lloyd. I I did not watch the Jake Paul and Tommy Fury fight. Maybe you didn't watch it? No, no, I didn't. I didn't watch it. 
We, it was a business decision. Well, you made a good decision. Didn't want Scotty to pay for it. Went back and, and saw some recap on it. I didn't want to pay for it. And uh, I'll be honest with you. They fought in Saudi Arabia, and it was right in the middle of the day. And You were in Mesquite. We forgot that the fight I was I talked going. to you a little bit yesterday, and, and you said, you know what time that starts? I'm like, I don't know. I'm late, I'm sure, you know. And that, so I got to thinking, oh, it's probably late. Scotty's right. These things These, you know, kick no, off at 8 o'clock. fighting at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You don't want to watch the undercards at like 7. It's probably going to be about 8.30. In these fights, you don't watch any undercards. I did, the undercard has completely gone away. Oh, yeah? But it's in Saudi Arabia. The thing kicked off. Those guys threw gloves. And I am so, so grateful that nobody in our group spent money on that thing. For those of you that didn't know, Jake Paul, who is a YouTube guy, was fighting a guy named Tommy Fury, who is the half-brother of a world champion. He was 8-0 and at the time. It's like not even his real brother. It's, it, is his, it is his real brother. <laughs> Wait a minute, are they half-brothers? Yes, they're half-brothers. Oh, same, yeah. da- same dad. Same dad? Mm-hmm. Not really his brother. That would be okay. No, 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 no. They're brothers. Oh, they are. But not a step. But the mom is not the real mom. Oh, yeah. of of yeah, the, yeah. the two. Yeah. If you're gonna come at me, let's get it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lloyd's already coming in hot on a Monday. Yeah. So they went to blows. Jake Paul does some weird things, has some antics, gets a knockdown in the eighth. It's only eight rounds. They said he slipped though. I don't, yes. I've not seen the video of it. Yes. They didn't say it was a, tr- I guess, I was reading Chris Mannix's report on it, and he said, yeah, kind of a knockdown, but he kind of slipped, and uh, I don't know if we can call that a true knockdown. Only eight rounds. So it, Shouldn't it be longer? Well, I just think. Was it an exhibition? or I've actually lost what boxing is supposed to be. I feel like I am just gone to the world of boxing. Was it like 12 rounds they used to yeah. be or something like that? Is that right? 12 is typical, typical. Okay. sanction, but I don't even know anymore. I was They're watching, not in good enough shape Me and uh, do eight. Me and Brody were watching the first Rocky movie, and, he, and you know, the they go to this montage of all the rounds, and, you know, the girls holding the sign and stuff, and he goes, well, how long is the fight? I'm like, it's 12. And they go 12, and then it's like 13, and you're like, how many? And he looks at me like, you don't know. And I'm like, okay, number one, it's been a long time since I've watched rocky but i think that went like 15 rounds and it's like that's nuts i mean i know it's a movie but well, well yes. I thought, but, so, I, but i assumed no, it was 12 but back rounds in the day to your point back in the day you go what was it 22 or something oh wow you go back far enough and and rounds just kept going um so yeah things are a bit different right now um all right, so I'll give you a for instance. If you could watch Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce fight it out for a WBA, WBO world championship, or you could watch whoever. Uh, let me let me think of two celebrities. Um. You could watch 
who's played Screech off of Dustin Diamond? Dustin Diamond fight. Who's the guy that played Urkel? Uh, Jamil White. Wow, that's quite the poll. I think you're right on that one. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> well done. Hey, we're here for each other. Nice. We got it. Okay, so Teamwork. you could watch two of the greatest nerds of the late 80s and 90s square off with gloves. Which which would you rather tune into? Uh, and the first one are actual boxers. Yeah, one's the WBA champ, the other's the WBO champ. Um, and I, they're both heavyweights. Uh, the first one. And and I think they're both undefeated. Actually, Even though I don't know anything about them, I'd still, I do not want to watch Dustin Diamond, rest in peace, go up against Urkel. So, wait, so which one did you say? The the one with the actual boxers. Oh, yeah. Dustin Diamond oh, okay. did do some boxing. He did some celebrity yeah, boxing, I think did he, he not? Did. I, that's why his yeah. name and face came yeah. to mind. But I think okay. so did Vern yeah. Troyer, and I don't want to see that either. You know, Vern did? I think he was in a celebrity boxing thing. I know Tanya Harding did. I think it was him and Tanya Harding. Boxed? Vern Troyer and Tanya Harding? Okay, okay, okay. You're making that Daniel Dubois, who (laughs) I believe is 18-0 or 18-1, and Joe Joyce, who's 15-0, two of the world's best heavyweights, square off in a 12-round Donnybrook or Tanya Harding prime Versus Tr- Vern Troyer Prime. Was there ever a prime for Vern? <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. When he was letting it fly off his hover round. That was, that was Prime Vern Troyer. Okay, so Prime, those two. What you taking? Um, you know what? I got to see Hardy, Tanya Harding. And then, you know, in round two, and Vern gets a couple licks in, Vince Galuli pops up and starts... <laughs> Going after Vern Troyer with a club. I'm probably watching that, yeah. Why many me? <laughs> Why many me? Uh, anyway. That was funny. <laughs> That's the problem. That's where we're at with boxing. Yeah, We have made a spectacle of the sport. Because people would rather watch Darren Williams... Box it out with a nobody former NFL running back. Yeah. Then watch actual boxers. Yes. And so now we've got Jake Paul, who's a YouTube phenom that beat a couple of washed up, has been UFC fighters, not even boxers. And he steps into a ring. And I got to imagine the Pats insane. Because remember, on Friday, was it Friday? Maybe it was Thursday, Friday, I think, at the weigh ins. The press conference, and yeah. I told you that Jake Paul stood up and he said, all or nothing, I pay you two times, and I take nothing if you beat me. And Tommy Fury's dad was the one that stepped up and was like, you got a deal! And Tommy's like, hey, uh, hey, hey uh, should we talk about this, Pops? But, you know, he just got paid out double. Yeah, Jake Paul, by the way, also has a rematch clause. In that contract, so I guarantee we'll see a rematch between these two. Or we won't, just like we didn't actually see the fight. I mean, yes. I feel like I let you guys down a bit. Uh, I, I think Scotty let us down more than anything. Scotty kind of let us down. He should have bought this. He should have given me heads up and bought it. Yes. Um, I am glad that I missed this one. So you, and it was going to be mad. Decision. You were going to be mad because it actually that's like what happens now is you get, end up getting the fight. 
I don't mean you, but Scott. Yeah. And then you're angry about that he got it. Yes. So, okay. So I think there's a couple things here. You're right, Lloyd. Spot on. Because I think you're disappointed that you don't have a eyewitness account to break down. Yeah. But I think you would be that is less of a problem than had you actually watched it and hated it, you would be even in a worse mood. I'd be stomping around here. Yeah, so it, I think this is the better for all of us. Yeah, I'd be stomping We around. don't have angry hands. Because there's, there's one thing that makes hands angrier than bad football, it's bad boxing. And that's very true. And I don't know why I let it get under my skin, but it does. And, and being on remote when the door opens a lot and it dings. That <laughs> that also puts hands in a salty mood. Oh man, you're just bringing them all up. <laughs> just bringing them all up. Yeah, that one gets me too. All right, let's get to it. Starting lineup: Hans and Scotty, ninety-seven-five, the KSL Sports Zone. This is Hans and Scotty G. Let's go. The lineup is set, and it's time to kick off the show with the biggest topic of the day. This is the starting lineup on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Starting lineup brought to you by Lee's Heating and Air, home of the award-winning line of standard furnaces and air conditioners. Call Lee's right now for the $59 furnace tune-up special or visit them online at leesheatac.com. Did you get to take a look at that Andy Larson piece in the Tribune? Uh, yes. AT&T Sportsnet moving towards shutting down its networks in Belly Utah, up. Colorado, Pittsburgh, Houston. Looks like they are ready to close up shop. Will affect, I think, was it five games for the Jazz? Yes. March 31st is when it goes belly up. And there will be five, I believe, regular season games. And remember, you also get um, local TV clearance for the first round of the playoffs if the Jazz were to make it to the playoffs. So you're looking at an issue there. If the Jazz are in the playoffs, the Jazz are going to have to find some way to find some kind of local TV clearance. How somewhere. big is this problem that NBA currently has on their hands? Uh, it's a problem. It's a problem. I don't know how to monetize it. And it's weird because I'm seeing these networks go belly up. Yeah. AT&T Sportsnet, according to Andy Larson's piece, says AT&T Sportsnet has given teams a March 31st deadline to negotiate agreements to take over their broadcast rights moving forward or else risk losing control of their rights in the AT&T Sportsnet potential Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Done. And this is... One of a few that we've been hearing of yes. that are closing up shop. Yeah. Regional yeah. sports networks are a complete mess now. And I think are pretty much, there's just no money in it, I guess, anymore for these teams uh, or for these companies. And they're getting out. First off, you saw Dish. That's why we're all watching games on Fubo right now is because Dish had to pull the plug on because they don't like their region. There wasn't any money in regional sports networks. And now you're actually seeing the regional sports networks themselves go belly up. So, yeah, we are. Uh, it's not a profitable venture like it was ten years ago. And now teams have to figure out, okay, how are we going to handle this? And right now, the look is okay. It's probably going to be streaming in some way, shape, or form. You kind of wish this would have happened a year ago, so Jazz fans, you know, so kind of would have pushed the Jazz into a solution a little quicker because. 
unfortunately, it's just not happening. It didn't happen this year. There'll be something next year. I just don't know what it's going to look like. What does this mean for guys like Thurl Bailey and Craig nothing. Bowler Jack? And- uh, those are they're jazz employees, so nothing. Okay, so whatever broadcast that is eventually put out there and distributed, yeah, they've they're just going to be rocking it. Yeah, correct. So yeah. the jazz produce the broadcast, uh, both TV and radio. So you can you know talk about Booner and Locke. The jazz are the ones producing the broadcast. It is. Um, distributed by AT&T Sports. So they are not AT&T employees. They are Utah Jazz employees. So the Jazz have to find their next distributor, and it feels like everything is headed towards streaming on personal devices, and it kind of feels like the good old days of being able to flip on KJazz TV or (laughs) AT&T Net where it was – part of Dish and Direct or whatever it is, and, and finding every broadcast, which has been the case in my 16 years on air, except for the with the exception of this year and well, I, I had DirecTV last year, so yeah. with the exception of this year. This is the first year that it's been an absolute rat race. Yeah. And... I'm sure that the consumer is sick of it. Here's the problem that I've found with bad distribution. People just start to forget what it meant to them. Yeah. Now, if you can get it back in front of them and you make it flashy again, you make a run and you got easy distribution, people tune back in and they start to build those habits again. Yeah. But people fall out of habit real quick with stuff. And... Some people may have already may have some issues. Maybe they didn't like the Donovan Mitchell trade. Uh, Maybe they don't like the current state of the NBA. Maybe they don't like this or that or the other thing. And so it's just one more thing. You make it a little bit more difficult to consume. You take it out of their eyes for a year or a season. And then it's hard to get them back. Yeah. No, spot on. Uh, You know, and that's why I always get... When there's a game like a fringe team or a fringe sport is on ESPN and they say, oh, we pulled these great numbers. Oh, look what all these people watched it. Okay, they didn't watch it because they wanted to watch it. They watched it because it was on ESPN and ESPN's easy to find. You take that same sport and you throw it on, um, you know, FS1 or CBS Sports Network, those numbers are going to drop off because they're not easy to find mm-hmm. and they're not fresh on your mind. Look, I fire up my dish and I immediately know 140 gets me to ESPN. I'm the same. Okay, I just know it. And and then 140 is the center point and then if I have to look at FS1 or CBS Sports, then I hit there. guide and I know it's in the general vicinity, but I always yeah. know 140 is where ESPN lands. But that's how we all, I think that's how all of us animals are. Exactly. I press 206, it pops up. If the spelling bee's on it and I'm like, hey, that, that kid looks funny. Yeah. Well, let me listen to what he's got for a minute. And then I'm sucked into the spelling bee for a few minutes. Yeah. Why? Because it's a habit to press 206. Yeah. You start making me work to find a spelling bee, I will never find never. a spelling bee as long as I live. 100%. And so with the Jazz, 
it's going to be difficult because I think people for so many years, it was K-Jazz 14. Boom. You knew it was there. You set your watch to it. And the Jazz had to move off of K-Jazz because there was just the money that was being offered at the time by AT&T and the regional sports networks help keep that team afloat. Like you, If you're going to stay competitive, you had to do it. I know people were upset, but you had to do it. And people, so people made that transition and wherever, whatever direction they go now. And I'm sure it took some time. It, oh yeah, absolutely took some time. I was working for the Jazz when they transitioned away from K Jazz and it was not pretty and it took years and years and years. Look, I remember in 2012 when Jazz games on the radio were on 1320 forever, forever, 20 plus years. And the Jazz came in and, and acquired 1280 and we moved the games to 1280. I was still taking phone calls. Like three years later, like I can't find the game on thirteen twelve. I know mean, it's been on twelve eighty. It's been that way for three years. It mm-hmm. takes people forever to really figure things out. It, it and, really does. And I worry. Look, it's the right thing Especially to do in the world of sports. Exactly, sports is is that way. Yes. You know, uh, we were talking about in just this recent acquisition and transition that the Hanson Scotty show just went through. Yeah. On our old platform, hosting platform, we had like twenty eight. Maybe thirty five followers that were that would listen daily. Yes, and then we move our platform and we drop down to like five or six people. <laughs> and it's taken us how long to build back up to twelve? A good year and a half. Well, those numbers might be not exact, but the point I'm trying to make is our move as as consistent as our show has been for nine the better part of nine years now. Yeah. As consistent as it's been, when we moved. People lost us. Yeah. And then they get used to something else and maybe they don't come back. Or maybe they're like, ah, those guys are funny. I'm going to go see if I can find them. Or something sparks the memory that, oh, I like that show back in the time. Scotty and I don't have the egos to believe that you live and survive off this show. We understand that it's, we hope that you find a way to consume it. And we're glad that we have a signal that puts it in your ears every day. If we lost that signal and had to go to another platform, we'd probably lose a lot of you. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the problem that the Jazz are facing right now. Yeah. Uh, and next year, when they go to whatever streaming pl- or or April first, whatever whatever platform they go to next, it is going to be very difficult for Jazz fans. And I always, you know, I I know your dad watches games. I, my dad lives and dies by games now. Like he's eighty plus years old, and you know. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening, not quite as mobile as he used to be. And so he uh, he watches a lot of sports. And and if he can't find a game, he calls me. And there's been a Utah State games. He likes to watch Utah State because he knows I'm calling some of them. And there's a select games that are on the Mountain West Network. That's a streaming network. And he goes, where's the game? I'm like, it's on that Mountain West. Oh, I don't I'm not. Can't find it. That's, you know, I don't, do I need a router? Is it on Fox, CBS, or ESPN? If it's on one of those three, he's dialed in. If not, he's just like, no, not dealing with it. Is this our age and our parents' age? Is there an age that is not concerned with that? Yes, I think, um, I think, I mean, I'm not concerned with it because I can find games. But I do think the generation above us is very concerned about this. And I think are still upset that the games aren't on K-Jazz anymore. But the generation under us oh, they're is just, just like, fine. I don't care. I mean, they consume stuff on their phone like crazy. In fact, they're the one. Can you watch sports on your phone? Like, um, I cannot consume sports on my phone. I, I refuse it. 
Yeah. This iPad that my very fine boss, my beloved boss, Nate, bought, yeah. or the company bought, and he got me. I can watch sports on that, but even that, I'm like, I can't really see things. Yeah. Kids are watching everything on their phones. Well, you can airplay that on, onto a TV. Lloyd. Now's not I can do what? Now's not you can time. literally mirror it onto a big onto your TV from your iPad, like through a tether device or something. Is that, don't this don't is this say, is on you. Is that, this is on you. Shake your head at me like that's no. actually pretty easy. Is that like when we hooked Xboxes up with that cord so we could play on opposite TVs? I love where your head's at because I used to love doing that. Yeah, but no, I, I know. People probably don't think I'm much of a gamer, but there was a time where me and my brother got into Halo. Yeah. It's a shoot 'em up game. Yeah, I think people know what Halo is. Yeah. I don't think most. <laughs> Maybe because it's so old. Do you remember the, uh, what was it, the, the old 007 on that? Uh, hey, yeah. that's back, by the way. Yeah. On Xbox. It was so good. Gold, GoldenEye. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Such a great game. But, yeah. but we would tether. Is that, I've heard of, is it Bluetooth tethering? Do they, can you tether through? I don't know. You're you're throwing me off a little bit with the tethering. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm just thinking tetherball. No, 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 no. They call it tethering a uh, personal device to the TV, I believe. Sure, but it's, yes. I think it's more mirror, mirroring. Is it mirroring? Yeah. All right. Oh, that's the worst. Mark's hanging out with us from Wasatch Medical, 801-901-8000. You call right now. And Mark, I know some guys out there may be struggling in the bedroom. Now's the time to get it taken care of. It is, and guys have to realize that we are talking about ED, and in most cases, that's like lack of blood flow, and it's not going to get better on its own, guys. So if you're one of those guys who is uh, tired of taking the pills, or you're a guy who's just not dealing with it, uh, keep in mind, this impacts not only your quality of life, but the quality of life of your significant other. So you might as well do something about it. And at Wasatch Medical Clinic, we have a breakthrough treatment. It is called acoustic wave therapy. The great thing about acoustic wave therapy is we are treating the root cause of ED. Again, that is a lack of blood flow. So once we get that blood flowing where and when you need it the most, this will allow that natural spontaneity to return to your relationship. 801-901-8000. That's the number to call. And, of course, you get a chance to meet with a physician uh, absolutely for free. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Yeah, so give us a call, 801-901-8000. Give us a call today. You will qualify for the exam, the assessment, and the blood flow ultrasound with our doctor at no cost. So you go in, talk to the doctor, get that blood flow ultrasound, and then he will be able to let you know whether or not you'd be a good candidate for this. And then you decide whether you want to do it or not. But, yeah, all of that is free. And in addition, you will receive a gift which can produce rapid results for those intimate moments. You need to call today, guys, though. Keep it in mind this does not get better on its own wasatch medical clinic 801-901-8000 801-901-8000 this is 97.5 the ksl sports zone this is this is dj and pk ken pomeroy joins us kenpom.com we had on a pac-12 guy sean o'connell who played it to you one eternity later is there any level in there if you drop a line does it really matter in the ncaa that is a terrific question i don't know why it took you five minutes to get to it but a great question i, I mean i was channeling my inner gordon monson but i thought ken i thought you know this is such a whale of a question that i'm gonna milk it i'm gonna milk me some me time 
time. The beauty of that was in the middle of whatever that was before the question that PK was saying, the me time, Jake Hatch, just to me, said, this is Gordon Monson territory. We couldn't believe it when you two both went there. We enjoyed that a lot. So thanks to both of you. Good. No, I knew I was going, but I was comfortable with it because I knew the payoff was going to just be phenomenal. Oh, man. You know, how you hanging on? Where are you? I'm in uh, San Bernardino right now. <laughs> Catch DJ and PK, mornings from 6 to 10. Presented by Murdoch Hyundai, Utah's number one Hyundai dealer for 16 years in a row. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. There's one day and the next day gone Sometimes you bend, sometimes you stand Sometimes you turn me back to the wind There's a world outside Hands and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone Hands just off the highway? I don't know. Any particular reason? Or just no, like that's kind of it, actually. I love how you, like, I'm a big proponent of the... Day or like using, so let's say I've got a, a seven day vacation. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, that's going to be a six day vacation. And then the last day, I'm going to just be like, all right, I'm going to recuperate from this thing. Uh-huh. You push it, you milk every little bit of I do. minute you can out of every time you're away from home. Yes, I do. Especially when I get away, 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 away. I do. I drove back this morning. Had my buddy drive so that I could study, and that's how it went. We did have a good weekend. Uh, played a little bit of golf, got snowed out. So just a little bit of golf. Yeah, a little bit of golf, and got snowed out, and interesting situation there. So you're actually out on the course? Yeah. And then they're like, shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, you and I will have a discussion about that one. A little bit later. But glad to be back, and uh, I hope everybody else is doing okay. I really am just done with the storms that are rolling through. It was fun and exciting for the last five months, six months, whatever it's been, when it starts snowing mid-July. Which is kind of funny, because you don't, we like don't get any snow at your house. I know, but it's... I mean, you got to drive... Driving around here. is yeah. ridiculous. It causes so many problems. The highway patrol responded to 230 some odd crashes in that last storm we had. Is that official? I was no, I was shocked by how fast people were flying by me on the freeway. I know some of them are crazy. I mean, like like, I get trailers. Like I know there's some people out there that go way too slow, and but there's people that are be like, I'm from Utah. I know how to drive in this stuff. I've grown up in it. Just flying by. You know, you know what I got today? Guy coming off an on ramp 
onto the freeway with a trailer, like one of those indoor sled trailers, snow just flying off the top of his trailer, smashing into my windshield. Yeah, you can't do that. And I, I swerved and slowed down. Luckily, didn't wreck, but it covered my windshield. I hit my windshield wiper, and it was trying to smack the snow off, but it was going over the top of the snow that was hitting onto the windshield. That's a little scary. Yeah. Well, and you look, I used to be that guy that would, you know, carve out a little hole in the in the frost or the snow just so you could see because I'm cutting it late to get yeah. to work. Uh, like I've been there. on your way to class. Mm-hmm. I've been there yeah. or work. But, you know, look, I've been there. I'm not <laughs> proud of it. But there was one time where I did that with snow and I'm driving down and I and I and I hit the brakes for something and a whole the whole snow on top of the car came down over the top of my windshield. Oh, and I couldn't see a thing. You're done. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah, like I'm busted. on the road and I can't see a single thing. And fortunately, I was able to pull over on the side of the road. Is that true? Oh, it's 100 percent true. And so I'm like, oh, I'm like, man. I think I'm close to this side of the road and I park and I look over, you know, and I get out really quick and, and push it all to the side and get back on the road. But that was a horrifically freaky thing. That's a touchy and, moment. And ever since then, I've been like religious and making sure that all the snow is off. You get the snow off the top. Yeah. Because you're right. Either it's going to affect you or it's going to affect somebody behind you. Yeah, but in this state, who cares, right? <laughs> Typically. <laughs> who cares? Typically. Yeah. Was, and I don't know what to tell them. Like, get a ladder and a broom and get it off the top of your trailer. I, I, I don't have an indoor trailer. I don't have a trailer. And I may have caused problems like that in the past, but it's when there's that much snow on top of your vehicle, just be careful. Because we're getting a lot of that right now. That snow is flying off the top of cars, and it is causing a lot of problems. Yeah. I hope people are safe out there. Stay safe out there, everybody. So, Hey, hey Scotty, so the Jazz have come out of the <laughs> all-star break <Yep>. swinging. <laughs> <laughs> swinging. Swinging. With two wins against Oklahoma City and San Antonio. Oh, hey, and good news, they looked pretty good against San Antonio. Oh, hey, and better news, Chris Dunn looks like he's a pretty darn good basketball player. We sign a guy to the 10-day, and he all of a sudden becomes an all-star. There you go. I mean, I guess you just... comes that... What was he, a fifth... He's a fifth round pick, fifth in, overall pick, no, fifth overall pick, yeah, in, in, or fifth overall yeah. in 2016. So he's playing like the fifth overall, pick. yeah. Okay, yeah, good, good, nice. And all of a sudden, he looks like, and it looks like the team's kind of embracing him, and he's doing his thing. And then Larry Markkinen has no chill. He has no chill. He can't help himself. He is so good. Fontecchio even poured in eleven. Simone, some call him Fontecchio. It's Fontecchi. Some call him Fontecchio, but we call him Fontecchio. Because that's what they told us. Yeah. But some continue to not call him that. (laughs) (laughs) But they call themselves great NBA insider. Um, Here's the thing. This is swinging now. (laughs) Simone Fontecchio. Okay, you do sound a little grumpy about that, that Jake Paul boxing match. <laughs> yeah, the Jake Paul thing grumpy now. <laughs> now, just missing the there fight and then knowing it sucked has still got me ticked off. Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. But, Scotty, they are playing some great basketball. Yes. And the problem is, 
It's funny because we usually talk about the schedule lightening up. The schedule doesn't toughen up. <laughs> I know, right? The Jazz have already played their toughest stretch of the season. Now, granted, it's going to tighten up a little bit here in the next few weeks. With this road trip. With the road trip. Yes. But, but you're right. There's a lot of stacking of wins that's available here for the Jazz, who right now sit at the eighth spot in the West. Goodness gracious. Yeah. What have we here? Yeah. A play-in team that more than likely would lose to whoever they're playing in against. But you mentioned this last week, and I'm trying to embrace it, have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, Kessler has decided that he's not going to let anybody else on the team ever get a rebound ever again. No, no. And he is taking it personal. (laughs) He's taking it personal. And he's turning into a a rebound beast. He's got 30 rebounds over the last two games. Come out of the All-Star break. He hits a three in the All-Star break. Uh, during the skills competition, they draw up a play for him to hit a three right out of the break against Oklahoma City. He's like, you let me shoot a three, I'll go get 30 rebounds over the next two games. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's if I'm Will Hardy, I'm thinking, okay, look, if I give this guy one shot on a baseline three, we were on that play once every two games, and he responds by giving me 30 rebounds over those two games, I'm willing to run that play every other game. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. I'm going to give him two or three of those looks. I'll give him at least two looks in a game. You're going to give me that type of effort out on the boards? I'll give you those looks. And I don't know a lot about Dunn. This has kind of been the first opportunity for me to at least watch him. Yeah. He sees the floor. Extremely well. He moves the ball extremely well. Yep. He was finding guys in perfect position for easy shots, easy layups. So get ready for it. Are you guys ready to call this jazz team a playing team? Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. You're ready to call, ready to call yes. them a playing team? Yes, absolutely. I think this is a team that, uh, what does it go down to 10? Yeah. 8, 9, 10? Uh-huh. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yes, absolutely. I think they're more than capable of being in the ten spot. Just so everybody's familiar with the new play-in rules for the NBA, it used to be the top eight seeds. Yep. So the eight teams in the West with the best record got to the postseason, and you just had your your typical best of seven rollout in the NBA playoffs. Come bubble time the COVID bubble, they decided to institute a play-in tournament where they would extend the playoffs and allow the ninth seed and the 10th seed to take the seven and eight seeds away from the original owners of the seven and eight seed. Yeah. And it kind of grabbed on the first year. It was really good the second year. I'm kind of tired of it now, but it's still very much a thing. If you finish with the ninth or 10th best record in the NBA, you get an opportunity to play into either the 7th or the 8th seed. So that's what Scotty and I are talking about. I see the Jazz finishing in the ninth, maybe the 10th, and having a play-in opportunity. And you might be asking yourself, well, why would that be a problem? Sounds fun. Well, it's just an... It's... It's an indicator that this team is right in the middle. 
And you don't want to be in the middle when you've got a bunch nope. of draft picks. No. Nope. But again, we can sit there and complain about it until we're blue in the face. It ain't changing. This team is just is who they are. They're fighters. They're extremely enjoyable. Uh, my wife and uh, my boy were at the game on Saturday and had an absolute blast. An absolute blast. And people have latched onto this team. They're crazy likable. So you know what? You got a lot of other ammunition you can play around with to hopefully try to secure a better player or you know more additions to this roster. Bottom line now is just enjoy the ride because this team is who they are. They're not getting worse anytime soon. As much as it might hurt your hopes of snagging a top four, top five draft pick, those days are in the rearview mirror, man. There are 12 teams in the NBA with worse records than the Jazz. <laughs> hey, look, Will Hardy isn't going to win it, but Will Hardy should be in the running for coach of the year. He bring he loses two All-Stars. Sorry, 14 teams with worse. He loses two All-Stars. Takes over as a team for the first time. Gets off to a great start. And then all of a sudden, midway, you know, at the three-quarter mark, his roster gets gutted. And how does he respond? He keeps winning games. Again, he'll never win it. Doesn't mean he shouldn't be in the conversation for sure. Hans and Scotty, 1249, what you may have missed coming up next right here on The Zone. with Scott Mitchell and Alex Keering. All of this hinges on a media rights deal. It has to be comparable to the Big 12. And if it's not, you know Oregon and Washington are probably out the door. But why is everybody else? Why is every other conference going expand? And why did the Pac-12 go, no, nope, we're not we're not doing anything? Why did they not see the writing on the wall? Why did why did everyone else get this? Why did everyone else understand the assignment and and the Pac-12 didn't? Seems pretty clear. It's their arrogance and they're they're not reading the room and not seeing what's really going on and what's really going on tv plain and simple has been driving this ship and it will continue to drive this ship and if you don't answer to it and you don't understand it you're toast it's unrivaled afternoons from three to six presented by g2g bars perfect for anyone who needs a quick tasty and nutritious boost on 97.5 the ksl sports zone Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hanson Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at kslsports.com. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Happy happy Monday, everybody. Holy moly. What you may have missed. Uh, did you see what the Milwaukee Bucks are going to sell for? What? Three and a half? $3.5 billion. And it and that's not. And it reiterates Mark Larcy, uh, uh, Lassery, his, his portion. Yes. So I don't know what is portion in the, in the whole thing. I do I think read, I do think it's controlling interest. So I do think it's over fifty, but I don't know how much over fifty percent. So I could not find the exact number, yeah. but it continues to say Mark Lassery's portion of the Milwaukee Bucks 
is being sold for $3.5 billion. Just so everybody understands, this would put them as the third highest sold professional franchise. Just behind the Phoenix Suns that just went for $4 billion. Yep. And the Denver Broncos that just went for $4.65 billion. The other thing I found really interesting about this story, Lassery bought the Bucks or his portion of the Bucks in 2014, along with uh, fellow New York hedge fund financer Wes Edens, for $550 million. Oh, geez. Woo, that's a good ROI. For $550 million. He just made $3 billion since 2014. In nine years. On that investment. $3 billion yeah. on that investment. He bought his portion for 550 and he bought it from U.S. Senator Herb Cole. Um, that's who he bought his portion from. By the way, um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to think that if Ryan Smith were to turn or Ryan Smith bought his, and again, he didn't buy full ownership, but he bought controlling in the majority of the Utah Jazz. The Miller still hung on to a little bit. I thought the number was out there somewhere. But it's $2 billion. It was a little north of $2 billion. What? No, his percentage that he bought. Uh, well, now he owns all of it because yeah. I know he bought out the rest of the Millers recently, but I don't remember. I thought it was like an 80%. Yeah, purchase. it was high. It was yeah. super high. Um, but I don't think, I think that if, and now that was what, October of 2020? Correct. So we're coming up on two and a half years. Yes. Ryan Smith, could sell the Jazz now for $3 billion. Oh, Easy. Billion dollars in Easy. Owns the arena. Everything that goes along with it. I guarantee he's made a billion on that investment since. Well, I've had a couple of different people try to explain the billion dollar thing to me in, in terms of millions to billions. Yeah. I was telling you that the 11 days as compared to 31 years. Yeah. So... There are a million seconds in 11 days. So 11 days, you count a million seconds. It takes you 31 years to count a billion seconds. Just to put it into perspective for people, how long a billion is or how big a billion is. It is a gigantic number. Back in our day, millions, you were J.R. Simplot. Oh, yeah. Old JR got that ranch. You know he's worth $10 million. We had one millionaire that I knew of yep. in, in Idaho. By the way, born Declo, Idaho. JR Simplot. Is he really? Yeah. I'll bet you. You're probably going to claim him too, right? No, I just, it's probably Burley, but. No, no. Is it legit no, Declo? It's legit Declo. City limits? Yes. Now. I he, always thought he was a Jerome fella. Now, you know nothing that comes out of Jerome, outside of Colton Swan. We got to be careful now. Yeah, I know. Because Colton doesn't like that Jerome slander. Utes linebackers coach. So he goes and buys this thing for $550 million in 2014, sells his portion for $3.5 billion. Crazy. And he's selling it to the Cleveland Browns owners. Jimmy and D Haslam. Yeah, which is, I got to imagine if you're a Bucks fan, you love the fact you're bringing some of that Cleveland Brown magic to your organization. <laughs> That's always nice to have. So, Joe good, thing Sy, already, good thing they've already got their title. Joe Sy bought the Brooklyn Nets for $2.3 billion in 2019. 
Let's see, Scotty. Tillman Fertitta just bought the Rockets for $2.2 billion in 2017. Uh, do you remember when Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers in 2014? $2 billion, right? For $2 billion. And everybody lost their mind over that. We were just starting this show. Yeah. And we were looking around like, what? And that goofball's on the court dancing that crazy dance that he does. Because he's dancing because he knows he could probably get $5 billion out of it now. How much of this has to do with Giannis' acquisition and the Bucks making it to a couple of championships? And did that build this into $3.5 billion on his quote-unquote portion of the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, yes. And I think that certainly helps. But, I'm you know, they just built a new arena recently. I know that probably has a part to do with it based on what their ownership level is in that stadium. Um, if there's parking around that stadium, that will play a big part in it as well. I mean, that's the one reason the Jazz went so high is the Jazz own their own building mm-hmm. and they own the real estate. Yeah, that's right. That's a nice thing when you yeah. don't have a bunch of people that are hanging on waiting for their piece of the pie. What's considered the trash team of the NBA right now? Yeah, Is it the Hornets? Probably. Charlotte Hornets? Yeah. Is it the Pistons? I'm trying to think if it's the Pistons or the uh, Hornets. No, I don't. Who, it, I know it exactly, won't be no. New Orleans because they're currently I, hanging on to a pretty big I game. know they're a reasonably good team, but Minnesota has a bad arena. And when Alex Rodriguez bought into that team, everybody around the league said they're going to Vegas. They're out. Yeah. So – what would the Charlotte Hornets sell for? The worst probably valuation in the NBA. Probably 1.8, 1.9 billion. Okay. So you do believe it would be under 2. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. All right, Hans and Scotty 975 the KSL Sports Zone. Mark's hanging out with us again from Wasatch Medical and some guys out there maybe struggling with ED and Mark they're thinking, "Oh boy, now I got to go get a prescription for the little blue pill and I'm going to be on that thing the rest of my life. Well, that's not the case. doesn't have to be the case at Wasatch Medical. No, it doesn't. And and a lot of the hassle with the blue pill, uh, a lot of it is just the timing. You have to plan everything out, uh, the side effects potentially. So those both can get in the way of what your desired outcome is at Wasatch Medical Clinic because we are not treating just the symptoms. We are treating the root cause that will allow your natural spontaneity back. And we do that by utilizing a breakthrough treatment. It is called acoustic wave therapy. The great thing about this, guys, A, there is no pain. Let's get that off the table right now. No pain whatsoever. This is a non-invasive procedure. We have a small device which is placed on top of the skin. That device will deliver gentle pressure waves to the blood vessels below. It's those blood vessels that over time can become broken down. Maybe there's some plaque buildup. The acoustic waves will actually help to repair those blood vessels, and that allows natural blood flow where and when you need it the most. It allows that spontaneity back into the relationship, and you don't have to worry about the side effects. You don't have to worry about the timing issues. And, of course, there's always a lot of free when you guys call in, and we appreciate it because a lot of guys need that incentive, and it's a great opportunity to sit down and meet with a physician. 
yeah, guys, you just have to make up your mind. You want to do something about your ED, call Wasatch Medical Clinic. Call today. We will set you up with the exam, the assessment, even that blood flow ultrasound at no cost. In addition to that, you'll receive a special gift, which can produce rapid results for those intimate moments. You really need to call today, guys, though. Don't put this off any longer. The phone number, 801-901-8000, That's 801-901-8000. This is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.